0: I'm your chair talk host Nemanja and this is retrospective from the last week episode with Darko Marjanović. So
1: we are trying to, uh, trying to find the perfect, uh, uh, let's say, organizational structure. If our innovations and the product are main focuses, we are changing the organization in that way. We are using, as a, we have the company OKRs uh, and one of the OKR is innovation. So we, are not, we don't have a lab to innovate, but innovation is a goal. And the lab is one of the, let's say, resources how to do that. Uh, I think there is only, this is only the beginning of uh, data science, big data, AI on, on the market. I think we should look at the positive things which will come and make a focus on control, uh, not going into the opposite direction. That's the role of all of us. Because this is definitely something we will increase in the future years.
0: This is chair, place where we discuss innovations. Uh, digital identities are becoming, a uh, foundation of our rapidly evolving technology-based and data-driven uh, society and economy. Uh, and on this subject, I have a great pleasure to talk with uh, uh, Stefan Kostis, C- CEO of IPification. Stefan is he has uh, 10 years of international uh, experience, uh, mostly in fintech and uh, telco industries, but over seven years he worked in the, uh, across Asia-Pacific region, right? So, welcome to Chair, pleasure to have you here today. Thanks a lot for having me and it's a pleasure to be here. So, uh, you guys created uh, innovative technology solution for mobile authentication and uh, got the prize as uh, best regional Eastern Europe fintech solution. Um, This gave you opportunity to work with uh, huge companies in more than 13 countries. Uh, But I want to ask you uh, at the beginning, uh, how you came to uh, this innovation in the first place? How was it born?
2: Yeah, well, well, that's an interesting question and, and maybe I'm not the best person to, 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 to answer, you know, how the whole inception of the idea started in the first place. Um, I mean, the whole story was invented by, uh, by Mr. Harry Cheng, who is, who is our founder out of Hong Kong. Um, I mean, the, the overall idea started with the main aim, uh, you know, how we can secure mobile devices further because they're uh, becoming as we all know uh, you know a, a super important part of our lives right like it's probably the only device that you bring with, with you even uh, during your sleep and and, and, and etc you can forget the, 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 the car keys uh, you know house keys but you never forget the mobile uh, mobile device so as as being you know the cybersecurity expert and and etc he's been thinking how to secure mobile devices um, all the time uh, and, and identifying who are the right players in the industry who can help, you know, in enhancing the security um, outside the pure, you know, antivirus uh, antivirus system that exists. So uh, that's actually where the telecom operators, um, you know, have been identified as one of the key players uh, in the market that that have the possibility and, and the, 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 the key to define the, the next generation you know mobile authentication uh, technology and security behind it i'm happy to say that um, you know a couple of uh, a, a few important people that were hired here in serbia after after i joined the uh really helped to to enhance and and transform the product uh, in the shape that exists on the market today so um yeah that there's there, there's a huge contribution from from our local team basically to shape the, the, the leading, you know,
0: backbone mobile authentication technology which, which IPification is today. Um, uh, I want to uh, touch base what your job is actually today. As, uh, and as I underste- understood, uh, um, this technology should enable uh, mobile network operators on the one one hand, and on the other hand, uh, you should be implemented into uh, mobile app creators, right? Mainly in finance sector. Um, uh, there are some obstacles here, as probably because, like, uh, mobile network operators and the huge corporations, uh, they are very slow on uh, innovation, especially with the technology. And I think that's a, that's the biggest obstacle. Uh, how you can overcome this? Yeah,
2: it's 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 a good question. I mean, I think it it applies generally to all the industry, not only to 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 ours. Um, I mean, any new technology innovation and adoption, um, it takes time, right? Like to, to, for, for all the players in the ecosystem to realize you know, the, the, the true benefits, et cetera. And, and it's never, the adoption is never going as fast as, as the founders would, would, would want it, right? So, um, uh, but if we look at our industry, I mean, if we look at, I mean, uh, uh, through the lenses of, of telecom uh, you know, persons, I would say you know the the, the the speed of adoption is a relative thing, right? Like if if, uh, if you ask some telecom expert, you know whether you know getting one deal with telecom operators in six to twelve months, whether that's uh, that's fast, they will say that's you know a light speed, you know uh, kind of thing. And and I'm you know looking backwards, you know in our space, you know uh, uh, signing up more than 30 operators in little bit more than, than two years. Uh, it's it's considered fast although you know as, as you say we are we are never happy you know with the, with the speed of, of of the adoption on both you know the enterprise and telecom side and we are always trying to find a way uh, how to further you know speed up and catalyze you know the adoption um, you know even even faster in many markets globally and and, and that's that's something that that uh, yeah it's it's on our daily, you know, kind of routine and, and thinking to find the ways that, that can help us to scale up and, and to speed, as you said, traditionally, you know, innovation agnostic industries, especially when it comes to, to, to the authentication space.
0: We, uh, when we talked the first time uh, about your, uh, uh, your entering this this chair talk and to talk on this subject, um, my, one of my questions was, who is your competition? And you gave me rather interesting uh, answer to that. You told me that basically you are making your competition your partners. And that was very interesting for me and especially because we talked about innovation and that was very innovative in, in in terms of like business development and that part. How you do that? How you make your competitors your partners? Yeah, well, for me, it's, it's
2: an interesting anecdote, right, like when, uh, you know, I, I've discussed with a couple of investors in the early days, you know, it was like telling them we don't have a competition, it's like, you know, they, it get them shocked, right, like it's...
0: Uh, You're doing something wrong, right? we, we We are in the wrong business,
2: right? <laughs> Um, and, and, I mean, I, I want to clarify this, I mean, when we say we don't have competition, it, it mainly refers to the technology side on the operator's side of the story where uh, I would say, unfortunately, we are still one of uh, or, or the only company that is providing the platform on the operator's side for, for building the next generation mobile authentication. But when it comes to the um, you know the 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 enterprise side of the of the business, there's for sure you know already a handful of companies who are trying to solve the, the 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 same problems as we do, but just they are using you know some of the existing technologies which are unfortunately in most of the cases either outdated or or deprecated, and that's why you know along the way uh, as being the, the technology pioneer in the telecom authentication space. Uh, we think that, uh, I mean, the only way forward is to work with everybody and we don't want to redo the job that someone else already did it. You you have, you know, uh, hundreds of A2P SMS companies, payment providers, you know, fraud prevention companies who already have uh, probably the top. Ten thousand, know, app developers and, and, and online enterprises that are using some form of authentication, whether it's uh, you know SMS, one-time codes, biometrics, header enrichments, etc. So we are just uh, you know helping them to enhance their current offering by offering you know the, 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 the next generation better technology for, for mobile authentication and actually satisfy their customers mobile authentication needs in the in the in the best way possible so that's that's the reason why we are saying and, and I'm happy to say i mean uh, that that we are already doing that right like empowering actually all the existing players uh, in the market with uh, uh, with something better you know for the benefit of the of the whole ecosystem
0: you started from Asia, and uh, I will go back to our subject very soon about digital identity, but it's interesting story about hyperification and everything that you guys do. So you started from Asia, then you got the prize uh, as a best fintech solution in uh, Eastern Europe. You started to work here. Um, uh, what is your next plan? Where, where, are you, where are you going next from here?
2: Uh, yeah, it's... Uh I mean, uh, we we are very humbled and grateful to get the the, the best fintech award, uh, you know, in the space, especially uh, given that it's been uh, the award uh, assigned by one of the leading, uh, you know, European bank groups here. Um, Interesting story is that, you know, during the past year, you know, during 2020, I think there was uh, probably 13 or 14 awards that that we won globally, uh, which only proves that, um, you know the things we are doing. Uh, it's it's really uh, going above any uh, you know local markets or regional markets. We what what we are trying to uh, actually tell the world. It's it's a global thing, and we truly believe that you know IPFication is uh, the adoption of IPification is important not only for us as a company but for the entire digital ecosystem, and that's. Uh, that's what we, uh, we are going for. You know, we, we have some, uh, you know, internal um, kind, of, kind of things saying that, okay, we, we reached, you know, 30, 35 operators uh, that are encompassing roughly, you know, 350, 400 million users, um, but there's 1,000 of them, right? So we, we call it the- Long way to go, right? <laughs> long way to go, right? Like we, we, we always, I mean, although, you know, it's, it's already a great, great number of people that are enabled with this technology, but it's we we are just heating up. We we are just starting. So um, the road to 1,000, as as we call it, is um, is just starting. So 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 basically, we are looking at uh, deploying this technology and, and, and this service to to every telecom
0: operator in the world, basically to every to every country globally. To go back now on, on our main subject and digital identity itself. And when I started to research about it, there was. So many, because as you said earlier, it's it's buzzword of today. Yeah. And uh, it's very important thing. It's not just a buzzword. It's important thing regarding uh, how all society and economics starting to work and where they're going. So uh, when I started the research, I came to one very interesting from the World Bank. And it says that uh, more than billion people at this point, they lack of... Uh, any kind of legally recognized identification and, okay, there is Africa, other countries and so on, but uh, uh, on top of that, there is 3.4 billion that have some kind of uh, legal recognized identification, but they almost cannot uh, use it at all digitally. Uh, What needs to be done to this, to change? from companies, uh, NGO, governments, uh, uh, what we are lacking to to, uh, plummet this number rapidly.
2: Yeah, it's, I mean, probably all all the guys you mentioned needs to give their their contribution and to sit down. But um, as you said, I mean, digital identity is becoming, uh, I I think, the center of of any business, not only online business, right? We are talking about that uh, if you are not going digital, uh, most probably you are not going to exist in, in, in just few years, a uh, few years from now. Uh, and there's a big challenge with many, you know, uh, no matter you know, developing, undeveloped, developed countries, where where big portion of people, the the the, the great uh, great number of of, uh, of people, they don't have any form of digital identity uh, or any form of identity at all. And that's the United Nations, one of the biggest challenge that they are trying to solve, also through uh, through their um, you know sustainable development goals, um, and something that that also we had the opportunity you know to 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 speak at at UN at, at one of the similar events you know one of uh, one of one of our board members were there and and, and tackling this story. I mean, there is no. Uh, a silver bullet or, or the, the, the let's say a single solution to, to, to this topic. Uh, it's something that uh, in my opinion it should be tackled uh, locally or regionally. Uh, as you said, I mean, it's a different kind of development in Africa. Uh, it's it's different in the, the Southeast Asia or other parts of the world. Um, there's some clear direction that Everybody thinks, and and I I partially agree, that the future of of identity should be decentralized and that people should own their own digital identity. The problem there is that how many people are aware of what decentralized identity means. You know, probably, you know, you and me can talk about it and few identity experts. But if we go to 7-Eleven or or to any local shop and say you know let's move the identity on blockchain, you know no. 99% of people will will look at you. Uh, what what the hell you are talking about? So the question is like I mean whether people are ready. I mean where, whether there's enough you know digital awareness etc. for people to self manage their identities. You know what happens if I lose my identity? What happens if I lose my phone? Or or you know how I'm going to re Reissue the identity, etc. So that that's where you know the centralization gets back in the story, and and uh, there, there's, I mean, you ha- you need to have in every ha- country the most trustable organization to be related to the identity uh, of of any person, and in most countries, it's three main entities, which is you know governments in the first place, and then banks and telecoms, who are also recognized as as a trust trustable companies that can. You know, manage the identities on behalf uh, on behalf of people. So, the, probably the, ba- the best answer and the best solution would be for these three entities to sit together and and create uh, you know um, mutually contributed solution. But um, it's it's hard to bring all those players at at, at one table, right? Uh, I, I think there's only a few few examples out there. Belgium could be a good examples where. Uh, actually, all three—you know—governments, banks, and telecoms—they—they they created a, a great solution that's called It's Me. Uh, but uh, it took them probably more than seven or eight years, as I discussed with 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 the guys behind the solution, to to actually come to the place where where they are now. And and there's a lot of challenges, you know, keep keep keeping communication, etc. behind it. But probably that's that's a good recipe, you know, to follow uh, in terms of how how is the best to tackle, you know, the overall identity story. And I'm happy to say, you know, for ourselves, we are trying to uh, at least, uh, you know, empower telecoms to give their contribution in the overall, you know, digital, digital identity ecosystem there.
0: Uh, I want to just go back for a second to 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 Africa. I mentioned it. You mentioned it, and um, I want to hear your hear hear your opinion about this because uh, you work a lot of in Southeast Asia and uh, especially in those parts of the world. Let's say India. Yeah. They have a huge gap uh, when we talk, for example, on mobile payments. They have a huge gap from uh, uh, money, paper money to digital payment. They didn't have a card in the middle yeah. and uh, that part of the world used that as great opportunity to uh, jump like 10, 15, 20 years of different development to just jump with the new technology. What is your opinion because you mentioned uh, uh, how to explain blockchain and how to explain uh, uh, digital identity to people in Africa where they don't know that. Uh, do you think that because they lack of uh, 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 that layer uh, of time that they use something else. Do you think that is opportunity for them to, to uh, embrace new things and to, to get uh, from just having uh, uh, identity to jump to digital identity directly?
2: Uh, Africa is, is probably you know that the most innovative, you know, continent when it comes to, to mobile payments technologies, right? Like, and it's being recognized by, you know, some of the leading uh, organizations in the telecom space, in, in the, you know, overall identity spaces as well. Because as you said, they skipped uh, several generations of development, which, which was done in the developed, uh, developing countries. So uh, people in Africa, they get used for using mobile for everything right like uh, they're receiving salaries there they're uh, consuming video content they're doing any any payments any money transmitting they're doing via mobile which is you know one step that still needs to be you know developed in many in many developed countries right like so so uh, that's that that presents an enormous opportunity i mean they they had to do it i mean that was the only way for you know economic inclusion for For these people, but that actually helped to to cut to cut you know the the the, the road to to you know faster adoption of any innovation including including digital identities so as you mentioned africa i mean uh there's a lot of examples we we are familiar with and 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 you know some of the companies we work with that um, they are enhancing their population you know to to jump on fully digital experience so when, when when we say you know digital experience and digital identity it mostly refers you know also uh, in, at least in, in large portion of it is involving your mobile phone right like as being your uh, you know id card as your driving license and 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 so on and so forth and that's where you know africa has has a huge opportunity to to lead the way as well not only in, in mobile payment space
0: i wanna ask you about the market uh, of mobile identity uh, how it looks like, looks like at the moment
2: uh, it's quite diversified i would say you know there's when you say digital identity you know everybody thinks you know something differently whether it's uh, you know biometric solutions or uh, you know token based solution mobile based solution etc so it's quite it's quite wide topic But uh, at the very essence, uh, when we talk about, you know, confirming digital identity uh, online, we are always talking about uh, one of the three three factors, three possible factors that you can verify on the end user side. And that's, you know, known in the industry as something you know, something you are, and something you have. So these are the three elements. And, And most of the solutions usually combine you know, a, a, a combination of factor to satisfy either, uh, you know, regulations or to satisfy a, a bit of security now and there, etc. So, um, usually, I mean, as as what we are seeing, you know, something you know, which is basically, you know, username and password, which has been there for, you know, 50 years or so, uh, it's no longer considered as a, as a reliable factor. So, a lot of organizations are keeping Uh, keeping this factor to satisfy as I said some of the some of the regulations but in terms of security um, a lot of uh, you know CISO experts they they don't count as this factor because most probably uh, you know through uh, a lot of breaches happened through many of the well-known global websites uh, your passwords have been breached And, and there's a lot of websites nowadays where every one of us can come you know, type our uh, our email address and find out whether whether our password is 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 there or not. I'm sure a lot of lot of people face the same issue. So that's why a lot of a lot of organizations and enterprises and solution providers are uh, tend to focus on other two factors. You know, um, which is the inheritance factor, what user uh, is, which is his biometric. You know, the face ID, touch ID. I don't know, Apple is trying to do vain ID, you know, <laughs> I don't know how far they will they will go with that. Uh, because it's, it's considered convenient, um, you know, just scan my face or, or, or touch my finger, not that convenient in COVID time, I must say, you know, under the masks and gloves. And there's a possession factor something users have, which is usually, um, you know, in the form of verifying the mobile device, because every user nowadays, that's the only device the external device as i said that we always always bring with uh, with uh, with us so a combination of those two factors uh, most probably will uh, will shape let's say the 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 future of 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 the the digital identity confirmation solutions solutions out there so uh, i'm happy to say I'm, i mean in in terms of where we are as a company we tend to specialize and actually enhance the possession factor you know, uh, which is the mobile device, but not only the mobile device, but we tend to verify, uh, you know, possessions of three different elements within that, that mobile device. And that's, you know, the SIM card and the phone number attached to it as well next to the, the mobile device itself, which, you know, further enhance the, 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 the security and user experience.
0: And you said security, and uh, I think it's the right time to ask you about the uh, SIM swap and uh, because this that is becoming a, a huge problem in the finance world today um how uh, how mobile identity can tackle this issue
2: how yeah can you, i mean like uh, uh, that, that's that's a re- really really good good question and, and a growing security concern i must say you know like being present in uh in you know 10 20 markets we are seeing that it's already happening you know it's not something that is that is going to come and, and etc but there's already you know proven record of of many security scams and, and and frauds happen in this way so just to explain maybe for for the wider audience what the sim swap what the sw- sim swap is I did it's, my
0: research but i think it's yeah i mean you. it's
2: um it's it's basically uh, applying for a new sim card on your telecom operator uh by registering you know someone else's uh phone number you know existing phone number where they say um, you know, they lost the SIM card or their phone has been stolen, etc. So they can get, uh, you know, the same phone number of the existing user on a new SIM card. Why they are doing this? Because uh, these days, uh, you know, phone number is probably your uh, last, uh, la- last mile protection when it comes to, to uh, any banking uh, activities, any login mechanism, you know, any crypto, uh, trading accounts and and and, and etc. Where you use you know two two-factor authentication via SMS uh, as a last mile protection, you know of of your account. Um, when they get a hold of your phone number, they are able actually to overcome this last mile and and basically receive uh, an SMS on your behalf and then get access to to your banking accounts, crypto accounts, etc. And and strip off all the, 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 the money money that's there. And, and, and it's something that, as I said, it's already happening, uh, not only in Asia, but it started in Europe. You know, UK faced, uh, I think, over 50, 60 millions of, of SIM swap frauds last year. Uh, in our region, I mean, Greece is the one who reported uh, just, I think, a month ago or so, that there's close to a million of uh, euros that, that's been stripped from the, the user's banking accounts um, you know, via via this uh, SIM swap uh, SIM swap issue. So um, that's why you know we urge uh, you know not only telecom operators to to uh, approach this issue not only from the you know people's management and process management point of view, where they uh, you know instruct people to uh, make sure they verify the, the ID cards, the identity of the people at the retail uh, retail shops. But also to, to provide a technology solution to enterprises to, to put in place to actually you know uh, help to prevent this type of uh, this type of issues happening uh, happening in any country, including
0: including our uh, our country here. So we talked about what are the challenges that you are facing right now and the challenges that you are solving right now in, in terms of digital identity. And uh, always when we're finishing the chair talks, we are talking about the future. So uh, tell me, by your opinion, what is, uh, what is going to be the biggest challenge in the future that you need to resolve, but you cannot see it now or resolve it now at this moment?
2: Yeah, I, I, I like to say what, what defines the future is not a technology, but actually dreams behind the technology. And, that and
0: the, I'm going to quote you on this. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thank,
2: thanks a lot. I mean, our our vision of the future, you know, when it comes to digital identity is that, uh, you know, user security, mobile user security should not be compromised over simplicity of use and their privacy. And, and we think, you know, in the future, all these three important elements you know including the security uh, seamless user experience and and protecting the end user privacy uh, must be combined in the, in the future of, of mobile identity in an equal importance right so uh, uh, we believe that um, you know the, the, the future of, of, of mobile identity, um, should, uh, should be as simple as assigning as, as, as any, you know, ID number. You know, basically to have a fingerprint without a fingerprint. Basically a, a scoring record without a real record or, or a fraud detection mechanism without uh, too many checkup points. Basically to have a simple mobile ID that can tell the whole user uh, story, you know, in a single tap. In any mobile mobile app in the world, so um, we hope to to, to to actually have have this vision, you know, of the of the of the future mobile identity as as a, as a reality. Um, of course, there's a lot of lot of challenges on this road, and as you said, I mean, there's a lot of things to be uh, tackled today, so we can have this uh, so we can have this tomorrow. Um, there's a lot of Uh, approaches and and discussion going on on the the cross-border identity and the standards that needs to be in place as as what we are seeing uh, a lot of uh, you know digital identities uh, are being issued and tackled locally every country has has its own solution whether it's a government-based, telecom-based, bank-based but um, uh, with globalization and you know with e-commerce businesses etc um, there is a great need to identify uh, people and customers, uh, you know, all over the globe. No matter where your business, no matter where your business is, and and that's actually where the standards needs to come in place, so that different, you know, digital identities and and, and different countries uh, will will communicate in a proper way to uh, to share uh, to share the the, the the information that is that are needed for. Uh, for seamless and secure mobile experience.
0: Stefan, thank you so much for, for your time and, and this conversation today. And uh, if you haven't subscribed already, do it now and see you next Thursday when we talk about some other innovations. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. It's been a great pleasure to meet you. Thank you.